Ana Castillo is the daughter of Mexican immigrants and came of age in 1960s Chicago. Her decades-long career includes award-winning novels, memoir, and essay collections. While she's recognized for her prose, she's also a poet. Her latest poetry collection is My Book of the Dead. This is a collection of 48 poems divided into three sections. There are poems here about friendship, motherhood, and getting older. There are poems about mass shootings, corrupt leaders, and the neglect of our planet. The poems are big, featuring our collective concerns during COVID, and there are poems depicting the intimacies of life and love in the small hours that are as all-consuming and powerful. This is Book Public from Texas Public Radio. I'm Yvette Benavides. Here's Ana Castillo reading from her poetry collection, My Book of the Dead. My name is Ana Castillo. I am reading from my new collection of poetry uh, published by the University of New Mexico Press in the fall of 2021. It's called My Book of the Dead. I think that in 2020, there most likely is no one on this planet and nothing on this planet that hasn't been touched by death. Um, because of so many crises that we are experiencing at this time in, in the history of this planet and in this country and in this world. So my book of the dead addresses some of those issues. They have been my concerns as, uh, as an outspoken uh, writer and um, advocate of human rights for so many years. I'd like to begin um, the reading with the first poem, which is um, a poem that was written in memory of the Native American um, activist, John Trudell, upon his passing. It's called A Storm Upon Us. A storm is coming. It is on the horizon. It has traveled far, fast, wide, and taken much in tow, the storm. Infused with lies and nitrogen, water, air, ground, infused, our fruit and animals infused, our minds infused with lies and nitrogen. We're dumbstruck. We believe ourselves smart when we are instead confused. The tricksters counted on our being caught unawares. They knew our selfishness, greed, most of all fears. The storm approaches. Can you hear it? 999 hoof-like vibrations beat against our eardrums and we remain indifferent. We have our things gathered. Our children seem fine. We always rebound. The storm comes and goes, returns next time, harder. We don't even bother with shelters. We give it new names each time. Further fire and rain, we mourn. We start again. It could have been you or me, we say, dying in public beneath a baton's blows, falling amid the spray of a sniper's bullets, but it wasn't. We go on. Disaster has happened to someone else. We venture out and buy more. We take more. We discard. We pillage the earth. The storms take sinister forms, go by isms, neo and post hyphenations. Be afraid, leaders of the faceless enemy warn. Beware, be aware. When you travel, we cannot protect you. 
we will be vigilant of your whereabouts. Our watchful eye will know your life, much less thrive, lie before you. You'll feel shame like in naked dreams, but worse because we in fact are watching you. We will make sure you don't question. And when the storm is upon you, when it has destroyed your homes and your children are not fine and your dreams of golden roses and bright days are nowhere but in the pages of a storybook, we will be content in our heavens, eating peeled grapes, zipping fine wines from our vineyards of abundance, sitting on our thrones, new gods, will smile down upon you, our creation of ruin, pick our teeth with your bones. Over the years, I've uh, been often asked in my Q&A sessions about my writing process and my writing process over my lifetime which of writing, which has been maybe many lifetimes for some people, it's been more than four decades, has changed and, and it changes with our habits, with our customs, with the demands we have in our life, with the life that we are living at, at that moment. Uh, so the question uh, is asked, but it's, the answer is not always, it's always the same. But I am the daughter of, of, a, of a woman who uh, held down her factory job and she uh, held down part-time jobs and she demanded of, of me her daughter to help out, which was a fair demand at home. And so I, um, to this day, I still wear an apron around my house and I will take up the broom or the mop and wash dishes. Um, and so when they ask, what is your writing process? Today, this is what I will answer you. With mop in one hand, cocktail in the other, at 9 a.m. or night, fly swatted, Roach corpses swept, Lola Beltran belts mi ranchito through house speakers from room to room. I hum off key. Mares fed, dogs let out, sun beating on the flat roof, moon rising behind the cloud, verses take form. This next poem is, is a, a favorite of mine. I'm not sure why, because it doesn't come from um, a happy time in my life. Um, it's called When Snow Turns to Rain and It Is Still Winter. I am a Bedouin woman, burqa weighs and drags. Goats graze lazily along red stone, my gaze afar. He was a cheerful boy, my son, the poet grew tall like the poplar with eyes fiery as embers, my son, I mutter as if he just left the room, scent of his soap lingering, my son. I start each conversation as though my heart were whole as a pomegranate clinging to its branch alive, my son, writes verses and lives like a monk among hyenas, he prays, meditates, say it, my son, locked behind walls. I once climbed the jagged hills of Petra, hid behind 
I once climbed the jagged hills of Petra, hid within its caves. My son sleeps on a piss-stained bunk, once a boy who had a warm bed, milk, the breast of his mother upon which to rest his head. He read books and played with other children. On the phone now, men are loud and he shouts, Ma, my son. Each bead I pray upon at dawn has his name. My lips murmur, God in your heaven, the chittering of birds, the desert floor, all the same. Why does the world not long for him as I? God made us strong, this thing called mother. The rain and torrents are Mary's tears that cleanse the weary. My son, soon my eyes will be illuminated with your presence. Like many mothers and parents in this country, I am very concerned about um, the shootings in schools, whether they are private schools or public schools, and whether the shooter is a minor or an adult. Um, it's, a, it's a big question that weighs on all our minds as it should. This poem was written uh, on a Valentine's Day uh, in, uh, in memory of the uh, Parkland um, High School shootings. I will read it in Spanish, which is a, um, the language I wrote it in, and then I will read the translation. Gotas caían en el techo. Tic, 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 tic. Una puñalada en el techo del país. Y la noche no pestañaba ese San Valentín. Un tic, tic, tic caía en el techo y nadie dormía, ni yo, ni mi amor, ni el perro. Con las noticias del último masacre, 17 hijos perdieron sus vidas. Alumnos, poetas, líderes del futuro, fueron 17 almas esta vez. 17 cuéntalos en sus ataúdes. 17 cuéntalos en sus ataúdes que nunca llegaron a su madurez. 17 hijos e hijas cuenta si se puede las lágrimas de las... 17 hijos e hijas cuenta si se puede las lágrimas de los padres y del pueblo. El terrorismo doméstico con tanta frecuencia en un lugar que se llama democracia, ha hecho la muerte banal. Empezó hace siglos atrás. Hombres con armas, odiosos de la humanidad, amantes del poder, ahora se quitan la máscara, el disfraz, con la bendición del señor presidente. Tic, tic, tic caían las lágrimas del cielo y nadie dormía, ni yo, ni mi amor, ni el perro. For a long time, I didn't see myself as translating my own Spanish poems because as a translator myself, I see it as a very different art form. And I believe that I would be tempted to rewrite the poem. Uh, so I put the word out on social media and I was very fortunate to receive so many 
volunteers, among them the wonderful poet himself, Dehimba Jess. And um, he uh, took a stab at it. And uh, I, I went back in there, as I said, my temptation is always to go back in. And so um, together we translated the poem in English, it's called Drops Fell on the Roof. Tick, 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 a stab in the chest of the country and the night didn't blink that Valentine's day. A tick, tick, tick fell on the roof and no one slept. Not my love, not the dog, not me. With the news of the latest massacre, 17 children lost their lives. Students, poets, leaders of the future. It was 17 souls that time, 17. Count them in their coffins that will never grow older, 17 sons and daughters. Count if you can the screams of the parents and the people, domestic terrorism so rampant in a place that calls itself democracy that has made death banal. It began centuries ago, men with weapons, haters of humanity, lovers of power. Now they take their masks off, their costumes, with the blessing of Mr. President. Tick, 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 drops fell from the sky and nobody slept, not my love, not the dog, not me. Changing the tone a bit, I wrote a poem that I enjoyed writing very much. It took, it took numerous rewrites because it started out about one thing as um, we sometimes feel about our poems and it ended up being about another. Um, it's called click in parentheses, simple present. One, marriage. Let me show you my New York, he says, over mojitos in a Cuban spot on 14th. I return a week, maybe 10 days later, soon as I can in any case. We get in almost everywhere with a senior discount. Once in a while, he throws his vet car down for an added 10%, Vietnam, shrapnel, and a boy from the Bronx. A few months go by and we marry in City Hall, hire a picture taker, hustling newlyweds, click, click, click. At Christmas under the tree, he finds a photo album with our names embossed. My kids come to visit. By spring, I'm taking chicken soup to the hospital, Central Park, cherry trees, blossom pink. Two, Lupin Sur. Just before we sign the paper that commits us to each other by law, mail from the Met in his name and another woman's arrive one day. A ghost, a secret wife, pray tell, who was this who'd left no trace where I was invited to call home? A veritable row ensues. Fire exchange. She calls on the landline. I'll put you on speaker, he says, so my fiance may hear. She hangs up, click. 
A membership card arrives in the mail with my name. One day, we head to the Met. I lay my eyes for the first time on the thinker. I'm studying dutifully when he comes around. You just missed Margot Kidder, he says. That can't be, I reply. Margot Kidder is dead. Oh no, not her, he says. I meant Jamie Lee Curtis. Three, Modigliani. We learn of the exhibit on an ad in the subway. He's never been to the Jewish Museum. Something yet undiscovered by the native New Yorker. At the entrance, bags inspected. Are they looking for guns? Someone sneaking in pastrami? The steady line heads for the second floor. A story unfolds. Modigliani was an Italian Jew, suffered an unsung master's demise, died young, impoverished, undiscovered. Today, anyone may have instant fame, but the number of geniuses is the same, any given time, maybe five. Four, from suffragettes to Steinem and Madres de Plaza Mayo. He and I come to live in a world, population two. Sometimes it gets crowded. Mostly we fit. We rest, shop, go to the movies, watch Netflix, coordinate in unexpected ways, settle in. To keep things from getting mundane, there are excursions. One day we pay a visit to the City of New York Museum. Both aptly dressed as Haymarket anarchists. He in snappy newsboy cap, me a steampunk hat. It all comes together in the Struggles of Women activists exhibit. We take a picture for our album. His head leans on my shoulder. Dark glasses catch the light. Click. Afterward, we won't eat dinner out. You must learn to budget, he says. Anyway, the dog needs walking. We get on the train, the number five, head home. Five, the curator. Two summers in a row, we go to the island of his birth. Stay at a five-star hotel. On holiday, the budget is expanded. He slips the plastic card in the lock. On the second click, we are in a room with an ocean view. Our room, our blue sea and azure sky. We share books and piña coladas. We stroll under moonlight, slow dance on the beach. The house pianist knows our song. Our fathers are long dead. Mothers too, sons grown, grandchildren growing fast. We've done our best by all we say. Here too, there is a museum to see. He curated his first and maybe last art show there a lifetime ago. His name appears in a catalog. Eight days later, we fly back to New York. On the anniversary of our first date, we return to the Cuban spot. In the village, he buys me vintage sunglasses. A flood of tourists at Lincoln Center Plaza snap pictures. Click, click, click. Six, masterpiece. 
A rhythm between us sounds less like trains below ground from above than muffled voices from the subconscious. Sometimes I have tuna salad for lunch. Imagine on such days in New York, Juna Burns ate sardines and crackers, both of us drifting in a sea of dreams and the books we could still make if only we weren't so tired. Days hadn't gotten too short. Nights become for sleeping or staying awake to outside traffic. The 20th century needed only a few created geniuses prepared to forsake riches who might never be renowned or distinguished. It required even less those who memorialized geniuses through photography or letters, but they were all needed. These five of each generation, maybe six, plus four biographers, maybe a dozen. There is a surplus now, inspiration gone by the wayside. Brilliant instead is she who persists with no expectations, is her own muse. She must only rise, wash her face, give life another shot, another day. When he returns from the dog's morning walk, brews coffee, turns on the local news, I'm still in bed. Click, click, click on my laptop, pad or pen. Write it before you forget. Screenshot, click. I hope um, my listeners are enjoying these selections. I am very grateful for your attention. I um, am now moving on to fiction for my next work. I'm very happy to, um, to talk about that. There will be short stories, but these poems come directly from my heart, from my many years of, of uh, attempting to learn the craft of poetry. I invite you to take a look at it, to go online. Please remember to shop at indie bookstores and most of all, I am thankful to my hostess today. Um, I wish you all uh, to stay well and to be safe. Ana Castillo is the author of My Book of the Dead. It's published by University of New Mexico Press. This has been Book Public from Texas Public Radio. Write to us at bookpublic at tpr.org. Jacob Rosati composed our theme music. Dan Katz is Texas Public Radio's news director. I'm Yvette Benavides.